0: Hello and welcome to episode number 48 of the Ride With Me podcast. This is your host, Mafuz Chaudhry, And listeners, being episode 48 today and being a policy and a rule of thumb in my podcast that every 16 episodes, I would do a random thoughts of a millennial segment. If my math serves me right, because it often doesn't, today is time for the random thoughts of a millennial part three. And for those of you that may be newer listeners that aren't aware of what this is all about, that are still trying to figure out the ropes, and I apologize in advance for making it complicated with all the curveballs that I throw episode after episode. But if you haven't, listen to a random thoughts of a millennial before part one or two, I highly encourage that you give it a shot after listening to today's episode. But the entire purpose of the random thoughts is around the concept where instead of me doing a typical episode, Although the phrasing typical episode is a little hard to define because there really isn't anything typical about this podcast. Everything from the delivery of the podcast to the way that it is scheduled out throughout the week to the fact that one day I may be sharing some ideas and one day I may be breaking the fourth wall and sharing a segment. The fact that I continuously find ways to reinvent the podcast, it makes it very hard to define what typical is. But the idea of the random thoughts of a millennial structure is to provide you with thoughts while I'm on the road without me having a topic in mind. So usually when I do an episode, I have a topic in mind that before I hit the record button, although I don't have a script, although I don't put the points together in my head, I know what I want to discuss because it's been circulating around in my mind, but this is almost like a freestyle. You know, I'm really winging it, I'm really doing it off the dome, I'm really just letting things out from my mouth as soon as I listen to it in my mind without any thought process and just letting it really flood all over the microphone. It may come out good, it may come out terrible, I really have no control over it. I, let, I just go on autopilot in this situation and it seems like part 1 and part 2 turned out very well. So I think I'm extremely excited to give you an episode 3 today and I hope you get a lot of value on it on episode number 48. Enjoy today's episode. So as I'm kind of on the road right now and I'm thinking about many, many different things, I also like using episode, uh, the episodes on Monday as an opportunity to do a recap of what took place on the previous episode. I think I've been doing that for a while. I just haven't really articulated this. And um, what I wanna recap on is, number one, how proud I am to be a Toronto Raptor fan today. I know that we had a very tough week as a city last week. There was a very, very special day on Thursday where we had, or rather on Wednesday, where we had the opportunity to watch four Toronto sport games around the same time. So we started with the Toronto Raptor game then the Toronto Maple Leafs had their Game 7, then we had a Blue Jay game, and then we had a Toronto FC soccer game. So there was a lot that was happening, and it was very upsetting to see that the Raptors were the only ones that were able to pull off that win, because our city has been doing extremely well in every sport that's heartbreaking when you have a bad day. But hey, bad days happen, but as a Raptor fan before any other sport fan, I i am extremely proud that we have now moved on to round two I'm very excited to see what happens it was also very interesting to see that Indiana and Cleveland made it to game seven I thought that made things just a little bit more extra fun but I'll keep you posted as I start watching game after game I always consider the Toronto Raptor basketball to be the best sitcom ever because it really is filled with drama filled with ups and downs, disappointments and excitement, and it really makes a great sport. Another thing that's been on my mind over the course of the weekend was a sit-down that I had with someone that I know very well. And the conversation I had with him, uh, it upset me a little bit. It actually emotionally affected me because I was... Um, I took it very diff- in a very difficult way based on the complaining that he was doing about how he wasn't excited to come back into Monday and all the reasons for why that was happening. This goes really well with the episode that I did on Friday um, which was titled Stop Waiting for a Rainer Day where I spent a lot of time talking about why you need to shoot down those complaints and just get started on that thing that you're passionate about. So we sat down together along with many other people in the in the circle that were just hanging out there on Saturday night. We talked about a lot of different things, including how epic the Avengers movie was, by the way. It was phenomenal. If you haven't watched it yet, please do me a favor and do yourself a favor and watch that movie. But we spent a lot of time talking about a lot of different things. We're sharing a lot of different laughs. And then during like a downtime in the hangout where the excitement and the energy was kind of you know, it steadied out it was flatlining and one was just kind of in their own world and one of someone that I know very very well he looked over at me and he said man I'm not looking forward to Friday and I asked him why I asked him what's going on for this week is it something difficult going on in his life and he just pointed out that he's got work and he's not excited about it and the fact that he's getting sick of it he actually said I'm getting sick of my job and then I started asking him some questions and you know before I go into where this conversation head down in the in the next couple minutes here I want to state that I take a lot of pride in not being the friend that just feeds you and and um you know really just encourages you on things that you're doing if the things that you're doing and the decisions that you're making are very bad if I don't believe in it if I think it's going down the wrong direction instead of just feeding it and hyping it and encouraging it I actually take a lot of pride in being the friend that gives tough love, which calls you out on stuff, puts you in places if I need to, and really just gives you the full honesty, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, because sometimes you just need to hear it. If you have a lot of people around you that you consider friends that are feeding your BS, then they're not really friends, right? Like, they're just there to kind of enjoy the good times together and not get involved with the challenging times and I don't consider those people to be friends so I take a lot of pride in giving harsh honesty so coming back to the story he's complaining about not wanting to go back into Monday not wanting to deal with his job he's sick of his current job and then I asked him I was like awesome that's great so what do you want to do what do you want to do instead? Now that you're sick of this job, what do you want to do instead? And he pointed out the fact that he wants to continue um, pursuing his career that he's excited about in production in video production. And I asked him That's I I said, that's fantastic. I think that's a great idea. I think it's awesome that he's considering really pursuing his passion instead of doing the job that he's not excited about, which, by the way, has nothing to do with video production. So I encouraged him and I said, what did you do? And he said, Um, I haven't done anything yet. And I said, no problem. So Monday morning, after you're done work, are you going to go around and start applying for media production type jobs? Um, I wasn't sure if you wanted to go the entrepreneurship path. I didn't want I wasn't sure if you just wanted to be a producer or editing films. I wasn't quite sure. So I, I started asking him questions around the idea of what he really wants to do. So I asked him, have you? Are you going to start giving out resumes on Monday? Are you going to start applying? Are you going to start job hunting? And he smiled with a smile that I knew, that he knew that I knew, that this wasn't going to happen, that he was just complaining and he wasn't going to do anything about it. So I started calling him out. I started saying, why are you going to complain if you're going to just keep doing this job anyways? Right? And if you're really not unhappy with this job, if you're like painfully not happy with this job, why on earth are you not applying or looking for something else? And he really didn't have an answer for me, but instead, he started changing the conversation about how him and his brother started a website for a video production company. And I thought that was awesome. I said, oh, so maybe he does want to go the entrepreneurship path. Maybe he does want to run his own business instead of working for another company. So I said, that's great and then he pulled out the website and I took a look at it and frankly speaking I wasn't crazy about it and but the the truth is like I'm in the website business I've looked at websites every day for hours a day for the last 10 years so I have a lot of experience with critiquing websites but this was a very poor quality website but that's okay I said at least you started the business and I said that's awesome so where are you keeping all this equipment And he said, Oh, we haven't bought any equipment. We're going to start buying equipment if we end up getting a customer. If we don't end up getting a customer, we're not going to bother putting money into it. I said, Huh, that's interesting. So, what are you doing to get these customers? And, you know, in many ways, he stumbled above it. He stumbled around the idea of trying to answer it. But his answer at the end of the day was he didn't do anything aside from a few. Hostings on Kijiji, you know, putting up a few ads, uh, not very well written out, but just threw a few ads out there, didn't get any responses, and he's starting to doubt if this business is going to work. And at that point, I was livid. You know, I lost it. And not in a way where I was angry and I was yelling at him and putting him down, but I was being extremely tough in terms of let me get this straight. So you are playing the game half pregnant instead of going all in on your idea or really pushing it in you decided i'm not going to buy an equipment i'm going to put a website out there and maybe maybe if something magically works out in my favor i'm going to start buying the equipment and as a result of that you're holding on to a parachute that if things don't go your way at least you have a safety net to come back to this crappy job and on top of that you're not really actively looking for customers. You're just hoping with this poorly put together website that you're going to have people find your website and they're going to automatically see the value of your business through this poorly put together website and then call you and hire you and only then are you going to buy your equipment. And because that hasn't magically lined up in your favor, you're going to shut down your business and stick with this crappy job that you're complaining about. Am am I understanding this correctly? And that's basically the direction this conversation took I gave him a lot of tough love. I don't know if that's resulting in him doing some amazing things this week or really changing directions or taking action or doing something more, and I really hope it does. And a lot of me giving tough love, whether it's to him or any other individuals that has maybe sat down with me, reached out to me for coffee and listened to me lay down those tough love foundations, you know, I hope more than anything else that it's really about them winning. I hope than anything else that they're actually taking this idea and they're winning big because that's where the tough love is followed up by. If I didn't want to see you win, I may be giving you a lot of advice about a lot of different things that don't really matter, that may not result in you winning. I may be feeding your ego. I may be giving you sympathy so you feel better for that couple hours and then you go back into being miserable. There's many different ways I could have approached it, but I am extremely happy to approach it in the harshest way so that you get somewhat of a wake-up call. And the only reason I think that I'm credible enough to be able to do this, you know, I don't want to automatically assume that I have the right to give someone tough love and tell them when I think something is wrong. I really do a lot of this because I've gone through it and I've been in situations where I wish someone gave me that tough love because I lost a lot of money. I lost a lot of happy days where I was miserable as a result of not getting guidance along the way and thinking that what I was doing is right and thinking that the excuses that I was making was okay because everyone allowed it to be okay. And everything that I've put out there is really just advice. You know, we're in episode 48, which means I've probably given you at least 48 pieces of advice Sometimes there may be overlap. Sometimes I may give you two advices in one episode, but an average of about 48 different advices. And all of them are associated with the story in my life. And all of them have some kind of value that I believe that you can take to the bank. But at the end of the day, they're advice. And it's what's been working for me. So I encourage you to consider it hold on to it and keep it in the back of your mind. But if it really doesn't start working for you or if you really with every fiber in your body don't believe in it, then I completely respect that and I don't expect you to take action on it. I've been to multiple episodes where there is tons of different speakers and sometimes I sit in a panel and I'm sitting in a panel of five, six, seven, eight people and they'll share things that I don't agree with at all and I'm still sharing the stage with them and I'm not gonna challenge them by saying you are wrong But I would share a different perspective that may not be aligned with theirs because to be fair to the audience, I want to make sure that they hear both sides of the stories and make the decision based on what they, what lines up with their values and beliefs. An example was a panel that I sat in where someone in the audience was wearing a very bright, colorful costume, you know, a very bright, colorful suit. And it was, we were doing a conversation about employment. And how they can get a job. And this individual, uh, she put up her hand and she said, "Is it, would it hurt her opportunities or would it hurt her chance to be dressed up with a lot of personality like what she's wearing right now? Like Would it lose her opportunities? Would it kill her um, from getting the job? And she was very concerned about what she wears. She has a very bright personality. She's very confident, but she wasn't sure if that was going to work in her favor or against her and then one person beat me to the punch and he said that he should that she should slow down she should really scale back on a lot of the colors and the energy that she's bringing in because she should play it safe because she doesn't want her to want to hurt her chances by going overboard when she sits down in a job interview and then he went on to talk about how there's a lot of different people that have tattoos and different jewelry accessories or clothing styles that may be off-putting and it results in them not getting a job and then I couldn't help but step in and interrupt him because I was absolutely taken away and I was blown away by the things that he was saying and I couldn't disagree more and I stepped in and I said listen that may be the case but I've been working in this digital marketing agency, Candy Box for many, many years, and we are completely fine hiring people that may have tattoos or different jewelry style as long as they deliver on the value that of the, their skill sets and the value of the product. And I gave an example of one, how one of our graphic designers, one of our web designers, has a fully tatted arm. His entire arm is tattooed up and we are more than okay with it because we're an ad agency and we're hiring someone in the art department. And as a result of that, the takeaway that I gave that individual that asked the question was to research the company and figure out whether or not they're okay with it, get to know who the people are and learn about what they're wearing in the workforce to get give her a better idea of whether or not what she's wearing is going to work for, for or against her. And when I said that, I looked back over the first person who was giving feedback and just straight up telling her to dumb down the, the colorful personality with her outfits. And he agreed. He nodded and he said, That's a good point, I didn't think of it that way and I agree, I think you should research it. So I like the idea of challenging other people's idea because I can only challenge it with the experiences and the expertise that I have gained in my personal life. I try not to spend any time talking about things I don't know about. If we're in a panel and someone is asking a very technical question, I don't consider myself a very technical guy, so I sit back and let someone else run the show, but when I fully believe In an answer to a question. When I know for a fact that I can answer this based on my experience, I get loud. (laughs) I get very loud and I make sure that the answer is heard. So, once again, learning from other people's story, but also, you know, find a group of friends that do give you that tough love it doesn't feel great at the moment sometimes because they're giving you some harsh criticism that challenges what you believe in or the comfort level of being lazy and making excuses gets challenged it's not a fun feeling at the moment but the long-term win is everything and like i said i would much rather have friends that are giving me the honest truth and the tough love rather than the sympathy and the encouragement of bad decisions and listeners I think I'm going to wrap up there. I think that was a really good segment. Shared a lot of different ideas, a lot of different thoughts. But I'd love to hear your random thoughts. You know, whether you're a millennial or not, I love to hear and start a conversation with many of you. One of my favorite things over the course of the last couple of weeks, if you've been keeping up with my Instagram stories, has been just sitting back, opening up my DMs and Instagram, and actually spending a lot of time messaging people. And some of the questions that I feel like the general public could benefit from, I would screenshot that. You know, In respect of privacy, I would block out the face and the mentioning of any names and I would share that screenshot as a story because I've really enjoyed learning from your stories and I really enjoyed helping you and answering your questions with or without tough love. I know it's all about the long-term win. Listeners, thank you for your time. Have an incredible Monday and I hope that you'll continue riding for the long ride. If you haven't already, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button and I'll see you on the next episode on Wednesday morning. Take care.